ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Downrange Podcast. I am Cody. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with a good friend of mine, Eric. We dig into the company that he founded in 2017 called Bubble Whips. Bubble Whips is an alignment aid company. They're handcrafted alignment aids made out of old hickory sticks, custom painted, come in all shapes and sizes, different color options. You can customize them, basically anything that you could imagine. But it's a small shop. It's family run. Bubble Whips got his name from his two boys. And speaking of small shops, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the podcast, Mr. Ma Golf. Mr. Ma is a great clothing brand founded by two friends out of Austin, Texas. You can go to their website at www.mrmagolf. That's www.mrmagolf.com to check out the new summer colorways that they have. They look great. I'm going to be sporting them all summer. We're getting ready to leave for tour sauce filming. Got a new fresh shipment in, and I could not be more excited to rock the new threads. You can also follow them on Instagram at Mr. Ma Golf. That's at M-R-M-A Golf. Give them a follow and check out everything that they have coming up. As I previously mentioned in the podcast with Mason, they sponsor five adaptive athletes. A couple of them are going to be playing in the middle of July here at Pinehurst, course number six in the inaugural U.S. Adaptive Open. I'm going to be there all week with them. Could not be more excited. Hang out with the guys. Check out the first playing of this USGA championship and see how everything unfolds. Thank you so much to Mason and Matt for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you for everybody who follows them. If you have any questions for me, send me an email, send me a DM. And without further ado, here's Eric. Enjoy. All right, Eric, welcome. We're going to talk a little bit about golf because I know you're, you're pumped for your golf seasons in the great state of Minnesota right now. Talk a little bit about the company that you founded, dive all the way into Bubble Whips, what it is, where it came from, and what the future of it holds. And really what I want to talk to you about is hockey, man, because not only your background being an absolute hockey stud growing up, team state championship right here. Member of a Hall of Fame. I did a lot of research on you, so I found out all this stuff. Um, <laughs> a couple pond hockey championships, and now I know your little boys, you're, you're coaching them, and you're absolutely killing it. So I'm excited to get this thing going, but welcome to the show. I oh, appreciate you having me, Cody. It's going to be fun. 75 and sunny up here. Crazy, right? Who would have thought? You are just saying that you're, you didn't even have a spring. You just went straight winter to summer. Who would have who thought that that would be the case in the great state of Minnesota? <laughs> yeah we take what we can get you know in uh in the spring in the spring season it you know you can get the 45 and raining sideways and you know with our winter months you're still itching to play in that type of weather yeah it's funny how it works out right did you get any uh good winter golf trips this year or did you kind of stay put I, I you know what if you ask my wife I spoiled myself to be honest I had to turn down a couple trips but yeah we were able to to get out we got to florida a couple times and then down to arizona so some good spots down there well good let's dive in you're, you're a minnesota guy born and bred you love it you, your primary job up there now i know is commercial real estate 
But tell me what this little side project, kind of how it originated, what the the explosion of it that happened, and then kind of where Bubble Whips is at now. Yeah, absolutely. I've been a huge fan of game of golf uh, since I was a young kid. You know, my dad had a golf club in my hand at the age of three, and uh, you know, him being a, a golf, uh, what I'm going to call a golf addict, uh, you know, I just wanted to be like dad and, and play golf growing up. And, you know, that's where my dad and I have spent a lot of quality time together is on the golf course. And whether we're talking about the game or talking about life in general, the relationship with, with my dad and the game of golf has really impacted where I am today, whether, you know, it's just in life or also, uh, starting a, a, a golf business, um, the the bubble whips came to about four years ago kind of addicted to how the golf bag looks right in the setup and you know your head cover is matching your bag and the towel with a little flare to it and you know i i was telling my buddies and like you know it's the golf bag's really missing a a a key component i can't remember exactly where i saw it but it was there was like a, a picture online of some bright orange you know the 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 driveway markers uh sticking out of someone's bag and their bag was perfect everything was great like it was a classic navy ping bag with these cool head covers and then they got these bright orange alignment sticks and i'm like god i wonder what would be cool if we did some wood ones i was actually sitting up at at the country club and with some buddies after we were playing paddle tennis in the winter and i'm like guys what do you think about this and they're like oh we're, we're on board this is this is really cool let's see what we can do here and at night, um, I, <laughs> I ended up driving to Menards. Uh, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I went to Menards before they closed, and I bought two wooden dowels, some spray paint, and, and some tape. And I was down in, the, in, in our basement for like two hours that night, and my wife came down. She's like, Eric, what, what the hell are you doing? Uh, and I was like, honey, just uh, I, I'm, I'm on to something here. Uh, it just, you know, give it some time. And she was like, it smells awful downstairs. You know, it's spray paint with no ventilation, no windows open or anything. So, um, <laughs> you know, lo and behold, came up with um, what uh, I thought were cool wooden alignment sticks. And uh, I wish I still had the original ones I made because, you know, the paint was way off. And <laughs> it just, it, it looked like, it looked like a two-year-old put the project together. But I, I connected with a good friend of mine who is is very involved in uh, the men's clothing world and uh, had a had a couple brands himself. And he was like, you know, you really need to talk to these guys down in Winona and, and see if, you know, they'd be willing to be a part of it and manufacture them for them. And so I think it was the, the next week we sent them down there. And two weeks later, they sent back up what is bubble whips alignment sticks today um they haven't changed what these guys did was just spectacular from then on it's just been it's been crazy i think our our first week you know just random people reaching out to us on instagram and i to this day i don't know how they found us what what you know what we did on our end to but people are like these are the coolest things you guys are going to do great and i'm just like okay this is you know, this is great. They're, you know, pumping me up, but I, you know, where, where is this going to take us and me for, for, you know, life moving forward and the support we had right away uh, really helped us to build bubble whips, what it is today, you know, and it, it's really having the right people behind you and supporting you. And, 
being a part of your your brand and wanting to see the success. And when you when you hear it early on, it just helps you to to keep building and keep building. Yeah. So what I mean, what year was that when you when you guys had this conversation started out on it? So that was that was 2018. Um, I think we sold. I, I want to say we sold our first set of bubble whips in April 20th of 2018. So, uh, and you know, I, I don't know if uh, you follow um, pins and passports at all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, barrels. Uh, I mean, he might have been customer number two. Uh, and and again, like guys like that have just been there to support us and help us out over the last four years. Yeah, it's in- incredible. So I think, you know, you guys had this idea, you set out, you you figured out through a little bit of research and development that, hey, this is, I, I can't, my wife isn't going to let me get away with doing all these in my, in my basement. You found somebody <laughs> who's going to help you out and do it. But where, I mean... What was there an initial investment that got you guys going, or is this just one of those things where you're like, hey, I think I'm gonna buy the supplies and we're gonna wait and see what comes back, and we'll just kind of take it from there. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, kind of two things there. When we talked to the manufacturer uh, at first, they didn't really have the capacity to take care of the fulfillment and shipping of them. So, what they were doing is they were manufacturing them down in Winona, sending them up. And then our uh, my garage looked like a UPS facility for <laughs> about six months. My wife, bless her heart, she's been amazing. She's awesome. She's always there to cheer us on. She's like Eric, we gotta we gotta come up with a solution here. And and fortunately enough, the manufacturer said, "All right, we can. We got some time. We got some space. Let's let's house them down here, and we'll take take care of the the fulfillment aspect." But what really kind of launched us was and it was it was kind of at the time that the the healthy garage fulfillment center moved down to the down to where our manufacturer was that um we got in touch with the Ryder cup through a couple connections that we had and um we had the clips down to uh claude Hahn, and then we got connected with the european team uh just kind of through a back channel and both teams said, well, send them over. We'll put them in the guy's bags. And if they want them, keep, great. If they don't, you know, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll find a, a home for them. And funny enough, I mean, Poulter and Rory and Paul Casey, they were using them. I mean, Rory still, I think to this day, uses the, the European whips that we sent, in the 18 Ryder Cup. And it's just, it's, it's fun to see. Uh, see those in the bag when he's, you know, walking Augusta or, you know, walking, uh, it'll be fun, you know, next weekend, seeing him walk, you know, it it just kind of that little moment that you see it on TV, you're like, wow, okay, I did something good here. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, that's a a defining moment for me too, because I think that's the first time that I was exposed to your brand, seeing them at the Ryder Cup. And I noticed that in the beginning, like I'm, I'm a gearhead just like you are. And we, we've talked about this. We've played golf before. We like the fashion aspect of, of golf, not just what you're wearing, but what's in your bag and what it kind of represents. And I think that's why you and I kind of clicked right away. But I remember seeing the U.S. players, the majority of them based off of whether it's head cover deals or whatever else they have, they all have like the alignment stick covers on them. But Team Europe was 100% sticks free. And you saw these beautiful custom painted hickory alignment sticks 
sticking out of their bag. And I remember being like, wow, like, what is that? Because I grew up, if you needed an alignment stick, you went to Home Depot or Lowe's and you got, I mean, most of the time you got the bright orange parking rods. If you're lucky, you got the white ones now because they usually had like the metal piece on top that you could like cut off if you wanted. But most of the time, they're just the bright orange sticks. And it was so cool because you could get it to personalize whatever your bag, your kit setup is. And I just went back and looked in my Instagram. I have a message from the end of January 2019 to the to the Bubblewitz Instagram account because you guys did, I, I don't know, I, it, you guys did a custom run of them for the waste management. And I think if I remember correctly, it was like one of the first times you guys put them out, they were like, hey, we have a little bit of surplus here. Send us a DM if you guys, if anybody wants these. And I remember I was so fast on it and was just (laughs) hoping that I would get a reply back. And those are the same whips that I still use this day. They're still in my bag. Phenomenal. Oh, love it. Yeah, phenomenal products. But the hickory side of it is what makes it cool. And I know that's something that you you were going for, but where are you getting the hickory for them? We have a variety of different vendors that we get them from uh, around the United States, kind of a, as a backup plan, right? We have some folks out of uh, Ohio um, that we use for the most part, but you know, you just never know these days with whether it's shipping or you know their inventory and uh, logistics. It be uh, it can be a pain. I mean, there there was a time I think this was back in 2020 that uh we couldn't find it we couldn't we couldn't get it uh sent to the manufacturer and it delayed production by six eight weeks and you know bless the for big fans of, of bubble whips and we're we're there to to be patient and wait but uh talk about a frustrating time for a small little company to be answering emails every day you know from folks saying hey where's my whips where's my whips and you know we're just trying to do our best i mean it's it's the bubble whips is uh really uh my cousin tucker and i uh that run the company and then our wives help uh kind of behind the scenes with the marketing and then also on a customer service standpoint um so you know the growing pains of you know specific to that situation of not being able to get the the wood in time um, you know, trials and tribulations, right? You just kind of go with the flow and, and try to figure things out the best you can. Meanwhile, you know, I'm chasing three little kids around and have my big boy job as well. But with each bad day, there's 10 great days. Uh, and those, you know, you just got to remember that sun comes up tomorrow and just focus on on building the brand. Yeah. So as this, the growth kind of has happened, has there been probably definitely some some peaks that you guys thought of like wow I can't believe we're selling this many and then some plateaus and then it seems like just a continued gradual climb to now it's you guys are in clubs everywhere you went from doing individual sales now to to wholesale options it seems and when you go to some of the most well recognized golf courses in the world I'm almost shocked because I, I look around. And I'm like, wow, they got bubble whips here. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, the, one of the biggest moments that I remember was when we got a phone call from Pinehurst and that they were interested in in doing whips for, I think it was for Pinehurst two four and the Cradle, and 
you know, after we sent out the first batch to them, uh, you know, there was a time where I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is really cool. We got to just keep doing what we're doing, keep focusing on, on the brand and building the brand and, 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 you know, honestly celebrate those, those little wins or even big wins. Um, you know, I remember going out to dinner with Tucker and his wife and my wife and just saying, you know, guys, we, we just sold the Pinehurst. Like, that's pretty cool. You know, cheers. Come on guys. Let's, you know, we got, we got more to go. Let's keep, let's, let's, you know, reach for the moon. And, you know, when, when you have those successes, you said you, you celebrate them, but then, you know, you have days and times where you're like, God, you know, this is a grind, you know, maybe, maybe it's time for us to lay back and, and just kind of, you know, take the foot off the gas, but then, you know, you get phone calls from, you know, Zach Blair and, and, and you go and, you know, us going to the ringer, you know, where, where we met and you get the warm fuzzies from these guys that are just like, dude, you guys are awesome. You know, we love your brand. We love you guys. And it's just like, Oh, all right. Okay. I'm back. Let's let's keep growing this brand. Let's put the the, the let's double the power on the gas now. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it is honestly really cool to see. And I know every time that you see someone out there that you're like, wow, I, you know, another person's got them in the bag. I think one person that that that's close and near and dear to me, and it, it's you know, I'm part of the Buck Club community, but I'm also part of the the Lamb community. His level of craftsmanship and the thought that he puts behind each putter that he builds. And there's a member of that community. His name was Jordan Barnett. And I know you know Jordan very, yeah. very well. And he, he passed away over a year ago now. But I've never seen somebody so smitten with a brand that, I, I mean, I don't know how many whips that that man not only owned, but, but purchased and just gave away uh, to people. And you can see just the, the grassroots kind of love that that he used the whips for and when he gifted you know because he gifted the majority of them out it, it truly you you felt it from him because it was something that came from his heart and it's cool to see where it originated from and, and knowing that the family company that bubble whips actually is yeah yeah, and thanks for for bringing that up. Um, you know, Jordan, yeah, was a huge fan. Uh, he's missed dearly uh, in the golf community. I know it. It was funny. We at the start, you know, Jordan would be sliding into our DMs, right, and you know, text messaging us and saying, "Oh, this is you know, you guys got a great thing going." And then it was he was sending me text messages, and then he was calling me, and you know, when are you guys coming up with something new? What can I do? How can I build your help build your brand? And you know there would be times where he, he would just be on his way home and be like, Hey dude, I'm just calling to check in. See how you're doing. I'm like, wow, like, yep. holy shit. That is, that is so awesome. You got a big heart. And you know, when, when we got the news of his passing, it was like, you know, bubble whips took a hit for sure because of how big of a, a fan he was and, and everything that he did for spreading the, the, the word about bubble whips, you know, and I think, you know, between clients and friends and folks that he meet, met on the golf course, he, I mean, I think I, I should go back and look in our system and see, I bet there was 20 weeks straight that there was an order from Jordan and they weren't going to his address. They were going to various addresses around the country. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jordan. He was, he's, he was that way through and through. It's truly an I, incredible person that man, his losses is, is felt to this day and, and will continue to to be that way it's it's just incredible 
how many different communities he was able to to touch. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. It's, it's sad, and I, I kind of I have the chills right now just thinking about Jordan. But we had sent him some whips, and as a thank you, uh, he actually reached out to Tyson and said, "Hey, I want to do something for the Bub Whips boys." And he came up with a ball marker uh, that I still use every day with the Bub Whips logo on it, and he put a little message on the back. And I got, uh, they were sent to me, really opened them up the day before he passed away. Wow. What? So, you know, every time I'm on the golf course, I, I you know, think of Jordan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, the things uh, that he did for us was, was spectacular. And, and again, rest in peace. Uh, he's, he's dearly missed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's the the biggest thing that Jordan taught me was was about family, and I know that's where the name Bubble Whips comes from. And I know you're a huge, not only supporter of your three little boys, but basically everything that they are involved in. And I think, you know, like I said, this being a family brand, I just want you to talk a little bit about what, what family, your family, the family that you grew up in, and then, you know, kind of what you're continuing on, kind of that Midwest strong, Minnesota tough with your little boys there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I touched on it earlier about how I got uh, influenced by my father with the game of golf, carrying on the tradition with, with my boys. They, they love to golf. And this year it's been really fun because now they're excited to, uh, to, to put their golf shoes on and, and go to the course. They want to, you know, they want to go out there as much as they can uh, when they're not <laughs> playing hockey, playing baseball, lacrosse, tennis, um, so when, when we're not busy with other sports, they're, they are at the golf course hitting balls, which is, it's been just a blast watching them grow. I mean, it's, you know, you start with those plastic clubs in the basement and they're whacking around, almost hitting you in the head. And then, you know, you move on to the U S kids, you know, half set. And, um, you know, now, now that they got their full set, they, you know, they want to be like, but like the big guys and get their matching head covers to match their bags. And of course we had to order them little mini whips so that those can, can fit in their bag and, and match their bag. The family aspect of the brand, you know, like our business partners on this, but it's more than just Tucker and I, it's our wives and it's our kids. And then it's our extended family. I mean, I don't know how many messages I've gotten from cousins and uncles and aunts just saying, you know, keep it up guys. You guys are doing great. We love your brand. And, in spreading the word um it's just it, it it's huge and you know uh, we're blessed that you know we have a ton of family there to support us and we're blessed that we live in the midwest where you know it's it truly is a it, it's all about family not a day goes by where i don't wake up and and look at uh my three little boys and just am just taken away at how lucky i am to have three healthy boys that I get to coach them and drive them to school. I mean, today our younger one or our middle one had uh, something going on before school. So my wife took him and then I had the, the, the little guy and our older boy and like, dad, can we go get some donuts and you can drive us to school? I mean, typically they, they take the bus. I'm like, you know what? 75 degrees out, beautiful day. Let's uh, let's get in the convertible. We'll go get some donuts and I'll drive, <laughs> drive you guys off at school. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's things like that. You're just kind of driving down the road with the boys and they're talking and yucking it up and they can't wait for the weekend because they have baseball games and, and they got soccer practice. And, um, it's, 
it, you know, it just, you, you just, you got to take a step back and just, you know, thank the man above and, and soak up the time, right. Cause time flies. I mean, it, it, it seems like only yesterday that, um, you know, and I'll touch on how we came up with the name bubble whips is, um, when we were in the hospital with our, uh, oldest, uh, when he was born, um, my wife laying in, in, in her, uh, in her hospital bed referred to Jack as Bubba. And so she'd be like, Hey, Eric, can you go grab Bubba and, and bring him over here? I want to snuggle him up. Um, and so he was, he was Bubba. And then, um, I actually, my father-in-law, every time he was holding our middle guy, Will, he would kind of whip his head back and forth and he started calling him whippy. And so that's, that's kind of how we, uh, came up with, the name bubble whip and um and now our our you know we have a three-year-old um and when he was born my cousin goes well charlie's gonna feel left out he doesn't he's not part of the company i go we'll come up with something and so we we came up with the you know kid size whips and we call them the little chipper uh and so that's you know charlie's now chipper um he he prefers he does prefer to be called charlie darling um but uh He's, he's our little chipper. Uh, that's so cool. What do you think it was that from your old man that, you know, you just kind of grew up not only being as active and involved in, in sports, but kind of all these, you know, the, all the parenting advice and everything that, that's kind of been instilled onto you. Looking back, my, my dad and, and my mom, they were at every activity, whether it was school, whether it was sports, you know, they, they gave up a lot um, for us to play sports financially and, you know, just gave up a lot in their lives to, to be there for us, uh, my brother and I, and there, you know, very few times that they weren't able to make our games and it was likely because they were out of town. Um, but they were there all the time to support us, whether we won or lost or, you know, we had issues at school or, you know, we were doing great at school. Well, they're always there to uh, to support us. Uh, what's what's funny is right now uh, my oldest Bubba uh, is working on a hero project for school. He he goes to a, a Catholic private school in town here, and uh, you know they're talking about you know who are you going to pick? You know who is the hero? And and he wanted to use Jesus, and uh, unfortunately was taken by somebody else. And so he's like, well. Um, what about Tiger Woods? <laughs> and you know, my wife, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, yes, Tiger, you're going Tiger. And so last night we were working on the, the his report and we were reading this book about Tiger and, and his youth and, you know, his amateur days and leading into the pros. And what was really cool is it talked about Tiger's parents that, you know, their biggest thing was win or lose. Uh, we're here to support you and we're going to stand behind you uh, no matter what happens. And, you know, I was reading that like, you know what, win or lose. Absolutely. And we had a hockey tournament uh, this last weekend up in uh, Blaine, Minnesota and uh, uh, for our, for our oldest boy. And they, uh, they played great. They won two of their first three games and they were in the, the championship round. So in the semifinals, they ended up losing and we were playing for third place and, you know, the coaches were talking to him and, you know, we were just trying to, you know, boys, you, you know, you can get some hardware here. Let's, let's go get those medals. And unfortunately they ended up losing in the third place game. And 
I remember walking out to the car, just like, oh, this sucks. The boys, you know, they lost and their heads are down and you never want to see your kid, you know, upset because of anything. It was whether it's school sports, you know, just being at home and having their head down. And, and I started putting my head down. I'm like, well, hold on, take a step back here. You just got to spend an entire weekend watching your boy play hockey. Like there's, there's worse things in life than a simple loss. Let's, let's build on what happened and let's go get the next one. And it was funny. We were driving home in the car and, and uh, our two older boys, Bubba and Whippy, they, they're like, we're going to work so hard this summer that we don't ever lose a game. I'm like, All right. <laughs> there you go. He learned something from it. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's what I remember so much from my childhood too, whether it's, you know, traveling for wrestling meets or baseball, you know, summer baseball tournaments and stuff like that. But it, it just felt like, you know, my mom and dad, they were always there. They were always the one my mom's keeping score, you know, grinding away at that go- at, on that score book. And my dad's probably out there coaching yeah. us. And I remember, you know, I, re- I remember the teams and the friends that I made. But what I really remember is mom and dad putting in the time and, you know, just turning these trips into things that I, I remember to this day, whether it's going up to, to Canada and playing baseball tournaments or, you know, going down to like Reno, Nevada for, for big national wrestling tournaments and everybody's in a hotel room together and you're, you're there as a family. And it's just, no matter what happens, win, lose or draw, they have your back. And, and you know, it's hard for, for young boys People don't like losing. And I remember multiple times coming off the mat and like starting to cry. And my dad just being right there, giving me a big old bear hug and say, Hey, I know you learned something from this and it gave you a little bit of fire back in that belly. And I know you're not going to, you're not going to lose next time. And no matter what, yeah. if you lose or not, as long as you give it your all, that's, that's really all that matters. And it's those moments that made, you know, carried me through my entire career definitely my military career because you, you come up to, to obstacles in life that just suck. You think this is the worst situation you've ever going to been into. Maybe your body isn't, you know, cooperating the way that it's supposed to. And I re- would remember those moments. I would remember conditioning. I would remember, you know, two days in high school and remember how bad and how down I felt then. And then reminding myself, like, you know, nothing is that hard. I have everything I need. I have the support of my family. I have, you know, my wife and my three little girls now. And just picking yourself back up and continuing on. But I wouldn't have those values if it wasn't for my mom and dad. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to this day, I still use both, both my mom and dad as, as sounding boards and, and uh, you know, the role models to me and, you know, their work ethic. And, you know, one of the biggest things for uh, for me that I've learned from my parents is what, what it means to be a good person. You know what, it, it, life's too short to be mean. Life's too short to, uh, hate, um, include people, love people. And, you know, I think we carry that on to the, the bubble Whips community because really for us, it's, you know, this isn't about, this isn't about making all the money we can, or, you know, you know, uh, running over people on the way to the top. It's about inclusive and being inclusive and including people. Like I, I love nothing more than being down at the ringer and just talking to people. I don't even need to play golf. Like golf is secondary. <laughs> right. 
seriously, it's, it, it's secondary to just the hang and just being with people and hearing other people's stories and how they got to where they are. I mean, like, you know, when, when you and I uh, met down at the ringer and we played golf, it was just like, holy shit, this dude is awesome. I just loved hanging out with you because it was just so fun to hear your story and to hear where you, uh, how you got to where you are today. And you use that positive mo to just continue on with your day. And uh, when you surround yourself with the right people, it uh, it's amazing um, just how far you can go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, you never know, like just ran a random grouping, a random encounter in life, what that can turn into and the power of networking really. I mean, er yeah. everything that I've accomplished up till now is just a hundred percent been through networking and like just being a good person. And I know for some, yeah. it's like very hard to do, but for others, that's just kind of the way that again, we're raised. This is normal. Yeah. For sure. All right. So For like sure. we said, the big melt is over in Minnesota, the land of, what are we, 10,000? 1,000? How many lakes do you guys have? 10,000. Nice. It's on our license plate. Landed 10,000 lakes. So. I know. And I'm uh, sure you're itching. You're a big outdoorsman, not just a hockey stud. And like I said, this is what I found through my research. 2002, uh, he went to the Academy of Holy Angels Boys State Championship in hockey inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2014. But that's not your only hockey story. Hockey was a huge part of your life. It's still a part of your life. So what does hockey actually mean to you? <laughs> hockey uh, was number one growing up. It clearly has taken a backseat to the game of golf, um, only because these days it's uh, a little tough to, to get out there and skate. Everybody's younger, faster, and stronger. <laughs> Um, You're still probably but, trying, though. Uh, I I have officially retired. Oh uh, man! I, from from actually playing, I on the ice three four days a week coaching the kids. But uh, yeah, my uh, and thank you for touching on the 2002 state tournament. I mean, in Minnesota, there have been uh, folks that have won the state tournament that have gone on to win Stanley Cups, and they say winning the state tournament in Minnesota was. Uh, a bigger accomplishment for them. Uh, you know, we had 19,000 plus people in the stadium when, when we won in 2002 and, um, you know, it's a very important part of our family. As I said, the, the boys are, are playing and, um, you know, while games, uh, you know, we try to get to do a few of those, uh, a year. Just a horrible ending, uh, of that series for you in the wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is heartbreaking. And just to, to touch on it, I had a friend that sent me a, a tweet today about Minnesota sports. And since 2004, the records between the Twins, the Vikings, the Wild and the Timberwolves in playoffs is absolutely heartbreaking. I think we're uh, I think we've we've won 30 percent of the time. Uh, the Twins have not won a playoff game since 2004. So. Minnesota sports are, are starting to get a, a little tough to, to get up for, but you know, it's, it's still fun. You know, we have some friends that are on the wild and it's fun to cheer them on. And um, you know, it's, it's uh, it, you know, one of the, it'll, it'll turn around. Right. 
it, it's uh, it's one of those that uh, you know you have to be the armpit for a little bit before you get to put the crown on, um, and so uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. But you're asking about well, I think you were leading to my biggest hockey accomplishment, and that was the golden shovel, uh, which is at from the U.S. Pond Hockey Tournament. And again, it's it's pretty funny. It was. Uh, Six of us buddies from growing up that uh, played in the tournament, I think, for 10 or 12 straight years with, you know, some success, uh, you know, some downfalls. And I think it was 2012 or maybe 2013 that uh, we pulled it off and we upset, you know, what everybody said is the greatest pond hockey team in uh, American history. I mean, these guys were uh, ex NHLers and ex college players. And, and we were, you know, just six guys that knew a little bit about the game and, and knew how to play the pond game. And we ended up, up winning it. And it's a weekend long tournament where you play, if you win the championship, you play 10 games in two and a half days. And so after, I remember That's after crazy. that, after we won, uh, you know, all our parents are like, well, let's go out and celebrate guys. This is great. And, we all kind of looked at each other like we just want to go home. Uh, so we, we, we did, we did end up going out to the <clears throat> local bar and celebrated for a little bit, but there wasn't a lot of talking amongst the guys that played because we were just like so exhausted from this marathon on the uh, pond hockey rink, which, you know, it's not like a regular rink. It's uh, a little beat up, you know, we're shoveling off the snow and, uh, you know, there's roots and, and cracked ice everywhere. So you're just having to work that much harder. But uh, yep. that uh, that by far was for me, uh, just being with my my uh, childhood buddies, winning something like that and, you know, having the support of our, our family around was uh, pretty cool. Well, I know you got a busy summer ahead of you. The boys got baseball going on, a ton of golf to be played. Anything uh, big and exciting coming up in the next couple months for you guys you know well i'll you know from a personal level i'll i'll you know try my damnest in in some of the amateur events in minnesota and keep those competitive juices alive our boys are playing in the junior pga league this year which will be fun to go cheer them on uh and you know kind of give back to you know to what my dad gave me and you know, we're, we're going to probably spend a lot of time up at the family cabin, uh, doing a lot of fishing. The boys love to, you know, throw the rods in the, in the water. And my middle boy is, he, he will spend 10 hours a day if he could out on the lake. Um, and you know, he's, you know, it's great. Cause now he's able to take the fish off the hook himself and I'm not, you know, sitting there. I can actually enjoy myself too. selfishly. Right. <laughs> but there's some golf trips planned. We're heading to, to Stan Valley, we're heading to, we're also members up at, at Northland uh, in Duluth, which is just an absolute blast of a time. It's uh, a diamond in, a, in the rough up there. And um, so we'll, we'll, we'll head up there and spend some time playing golf up there and um, just soak up the Minnesota summer before it freezes again. <laughs> I know. It seems like it is. And summers go by so fast, too. It's crazy. For sure. Well, I'm excited yeah, to see absolutely. it. Uh, get, hopefully get a good report back on your Sand Valley trip because we, we spent about two days out there, an absolute marathon of a trip. But, man, that place was special. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun to continue to see their growth over there. 
with the addition of the of the new courses. So, uh, yeah. And then as as far as bubble whips, um, you know what's what's been really fun is um, this year we sponsored Eric Van Ryan's caddy, Alex Geiger, through the bubble whips logo up on his shirt. So we have now brought him on the team. He's going to come work for us and uh, keeps the good word of bubble whip. So uh, keep an eye out on the, on the tour. Uh, hopefully it, it'll be a good run for them and, and bubble whips will get some TV time. Agree. And I, I mean, Eric got plenty of TV time last year at Kiowa too, but hopefully you have another viral moment that doesn't include uh, his little tee box, the block on 17. Yeah. I think we're, uh, I think it's a year anniversary if um correct me if I'm wrong so I'm, uh, <laughs> taking a swipe at that but uh you know people make mistakes and, and we move on right well I, I not only mistakes but like I, I I'm kind of I like seeing fire in somebody's belly you know upset about sure. upset about a swing it's in the key to competition it's a I mean it's a major tournament I think that's a-okay yeah no the pressure that those guys uh have to deal with day in and day out and you know they're they're perfectionists, right? And so when shit might not be going their way, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, uh, you're gonna see some fire in the belly. Hey, how'd the the connection with his caddy come about? So Alex is he's a Wisconsin guy, but uh, grew up, or I should say, during his college days, he played at the University of Minnesota and actually caddied at Interlochen. And so we got connected with him, and just kind of over the last, I would say, couple years, we've just stayed in touch. He reached out to us this uh, this winter and you know said, "What do you guys think? Would you guys be interested in in sponsoring me?" And um, we worked out a deal, and, and it's been great. I mean, he's just a rock solid guy that uh, loves the Bubble Whips brand, loves you know just what we stand for, and he already is a great addition. And he's he's going to continue to be. Um, and for us, it's it's just looking at his connections to the golf world. You know, he still helps out with the University of Minnesota golf team when he's in town and not, and not on Eric's bag. Uh, he is very well liked in the caddy community uh, on the tour. He and his and his wife Aubrey are just solid just people. That's awesome. And so it's fun to add those type of people people to the team and and continue to grow it. Yeah, absolutely. Great to hear and good uh, good on you guys too. I mean, I know it's. Uh... There's definitely a, a – it's good for Bubba Whips on the marketing side, but I'm sure it means a ton to him too that not only does he have some great partners supporting him, but, you know, uh, as us, the company who also sponsors players, you see, like, it might not be a lot, but the financials go a long way for some of these people who are out there grinding week to week. Yeah, yeah, no, the conversations that we have on his off weeks are you – know, you just kind of go, wow, like – you know, it, it, the picture for most folks is painted that these guys get to play golf every day and, right. you know, they're out in the sunshine, but, uh, behind the scenes, it's a, it's an absolute grind. Yeah. It's a grind. I mean, you know, especially for a, a guy like Alex who loves the game of golf was successful himself. I mean, he, he played on so many tours, um, you know, and, and I'm sure he gets the itch every time he carries Eric's bag, but you know, he's even during the Monday and Tuesday practice rounds for five, six straight hours. And, you know, he can't be distracted by what he might want to do. It's, it's, yep. you know, it's all about Eric and, and making sure Eric's successful. So it's for sure a grind for those guys. And um, you know, when, when they have successes uh, it's fun to watch. Well, this episode is going to go up next week. So Eric, 
Yeah. Thank you a ton for taking the time. I want you to get uh, get you off this call so you can head out to your tea time and start grinding away on your true love, which is golf. Uh, for everybody out there, please check out Bubble Whips at their website, www.bubblewhips.com. You can follow them on Instagram, at Bubble Whips, and check out everything they got. We talked about the classic alignment sticks. They have some custom options on there that if you want to put your, your name or club or anything else uh, that you want to tag them up with. We talked about the little chipper whips for all the little guys out there uh, and girls. I'm going to get some for the for my l- little threesome that I got, but they'll probably just end up beating each other with it. <laughs> nope. They got to stay in the bag, but uh, Cody, we, thank you for having us. We'd be happy to get some whips for the girls and, and for your wife, if she'd like some as well. Um, again, thank you so much. This is great. It's fun connecting. Um, you know, it'll be fun to, to, to see the final product. 